0: A better person than I knew I was. I hey, folks. And let's spend
1: some time with friends up north. north. Pat so Crightlow of Up North, north News is on Lake Minnesota. And Kristen and Lyerly in OBGYN is on I the, the Fox out out or River, or and up on Lake Minocqua is Kirk
0: Bangstead of the Minocqua Brewing Company.
1: Wherever you are, welcome.
0: You're up north. Won't you let me die happy? Happy, happy, happy.
1: So so while while Kristen sings the intro here, uh, we, we should let people know that 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 the the show formerly known as the Up North Podcast and Radio Extravaganza is now a, a Facebook live YouTube live stream thing that Mr. Bankstead is putting together and where Dr. Lyerly and I are are happy to be his minions. It's completely separate from up North News radio and up North News, which you hear on Civic media radio stations. But this is where the where this whole business started. And uh it's it's great that, um, you know, I, I miss the old Wednesday Night show, but by doing this right after my live radio show in the mornings, it, it lets me help out again. And uh, you know, let's let's us spend more time with with Kristen trying to trying her best, to make us look smart and today, looking like a genial host since you're over there in Green Bay with her. <laughs> look, Pat, it's working. Pat, <laughs> we're live streaming right now. Careful, you'll get feedback. We'll see each other infinitely. It's like looking into a funhouse mirror. <laughs> um, and actually, yeah, with 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 you in oh, Green shit. Bay with Kristen, let me let me get closer over here so that in Zoom, it looks like at least we're all we're all in the same room. we should have got we should have got a chroma key background you know for something like that
0: sorry Kristen.
1: i think you had the actual duties to to kick things off and tell people why we're here today
0: right so this is really kind of like a tech rehearsal and we are figuring things out as you can tell um we're gonna do a holiday show next week so last year sorry two weeks two weeks yeah Last year, when I was not part of this, uh, Kirk put together a really beautiful holiday show. So we're going to- Which apparently
2: Kristen doesn't like, let's be honest.
0: No, I didn't. I listened to it. It's a delightful show.
2: She said it was too dark. She said we have to have like Mariah Carey singing as opposed to like (laughs) wonderful choral music. It's
0: heavy. It's good. It's good. But it's like all of this beautiful, these beautiful Christmas songs. And what is the true meaning behind these songs? Because there's really a progressive message there. But we got deep into the songs and I was kind of yearning for a little, do they know it's Christmas or maybe like maybe a more modern spin. So we'll see what I can talk. Kirk. Can we
1: do a separate show just about John Denver and the Muppets, a Christmas together (laughs) album and (laughs) things like that.
2: There's only so many days during December, Pat, you know, that I,
1: I will say on the subject of the serious music though, Kirk, I thought of you last night. I was at a, a uh, Christmas party for my wife's workplace up in Rice Lake. Uh, beautiful home. They were playing music in the background of, of all types. Uh, again, most of it was, uh, you know, kind of serious and choral and things like that. And there was a solo rendition of the Our Father. And I, I've heard this at weddings. And I'm wondering, I have to think you have performed it as well, where you are yeah. were, you were, you were hitting such notes at the end of that song. And, and I, I wanted to find out if, if you'd ever... Performed that for uh, is the that's kingdom the one. and go. the glory.
2: La, da, 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 for e- yeah, that's the uh, that's the one I picked it up. No, it wasn't that one. I think I was it was something else. else. Let yeah.
1: me uh oh no, no, it was that one. Yes. So at at some point when we're not on a, a microphone cat. that we can actually blow up uh, with with loud noises, when we can get uh, you know something that we can I want to put you in a booth and have you sing for us.
2: That would be fun. So the reason a part of the reason, uh, but the reason I'm with Kristen today uh, is is because ultimately, I'm visiting my mom. And we're gonna do a little Christmas concert because my mom was a voice teacher, and she's living in um, a suburb of Minneapolis, Sha- Shakopee. 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 Yes. And uh, and so uh, I'm because I'm visiting my mom. I figured I'd get on a road, I'd get on the road, and I'd go to all these different uh, liquor stores that are selling my beer, and I would do a kind of uh, you know, just kind of like a little tour. So I was in green Bay and Sturgeon Bay yesterday, uh, starting off this thing. And, um, huge turnout, it was fun. Uh-huh. It was totally fun, but it, it, it doesn't, so I'm sacrificing my body Pat for the sake of, uh, <laughs> I'm, sake I'm of sure, you.
1: I'm sure you are. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Cause, Cause you do two beer tastings in a row. I've never done it and you end up drinking twice in the same day so uh so yes yeah, so the singing voice isn't quite ready for prime time this morning but but don't, that don't. purpose is of this trip is to kind of be with my mom and sing Christmas Christmas tunes
1: that's a that's a beautiful thing so uh how, how's it been Kristen because I hosted the both both of you over the summer and then we tried to do a show the next morning uh has it gotten any easier
0: <laughs> uh well I uh, yeah I mean I I have to give a shout out to my teenage sons who kept Kirk very busy last night, explaining things about space, the yeah. final frontier, um, <laughs> Kirk was yeah. like, oh my God, they're killing me.
2: <laughs> well, listen, I was, I was sobering up, you know, when I right got lane. to Kristen's house and I was tired and I'd been up since like five in the morning and all of a sudden her sons who are brilliant just were like, bang 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 so um yeah it was hard it's hard to
1: handle but well, I, <laughs> I hear they must be brilliant I, she refers to one of them as little pat right low so it, there must be uh-huh. oh that's true
2: because he's a he's a 30 year old in a 12 year old body mm-hmm. and so well, we're not gonna do the math here but which,
1: which is funny because because i'm i'm basically a 12 year old and a 58 year old body <laughs> With any and all connotations that come along with that. So with that, we should probably wrap up this segment. And Kirk, we normally have a, it's professionally produced. The music comes up. We have this beautiful fade out. And that was the old show with with this, you know, ramshackle contraption on Facebook. We're reliant on you for the music cue to pull us out of here. So take it away. The smooth stylings of Kirk Bankstead. Uh, take us out of the segment.
0: Lord, I said, Lord, Lord, Lord.
1: let
0: me die Okay, so
2: in a normal world so we're, we're going to make this a podcast. Uh, we're live streaming this on Facebook and YouTube right now, but we're actually going to make this a podcast for uh, the Spotify world and wherever people check out their podcasts. So so this bit is going to be like, you know, this bit in the middle is me, maybe a sound producer eventually, because I don't know if I can handle it. I'm, I'm a little old and I've drunk too much in my life. I don't know if my brain can, can switch from music cues to actually talking with you guys at the same time. But it's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. So ultimately, I think somebody else is going to be doing this. But I am going to start the next part of the show right now. All uh, right. And and it's going to be really awesome music. Watch this. Okay. But also, Pat, this is a technical rehearsal, and so we're going to break. And even if the people don't love it, I could share my screen and have the music flow through my computer, Mm -hmm. but which I haven't done because I forgot or. (laughs) Or I could just play it because I think it's working if I just play it. Should I, I should share it though,
1: officially, right? Why don't you try sharing it since we're, we're having fun with a little technical rehearsal here.
2: Okay, I'm going to try sharing it. And so I'm sharing my desktop right now. Boom. So, oh,
1: wait, I'm going to not. Oh, stop. now I get to see all of your tabs, what you're looking at. This is- I know.
0: It's, it's, it's pouring up in the corner there.
1: Well, if so he's gonna blame your sons. So Exactly. I'd left my computer
2: out, and all of a sudden so look, I say share sound down there, and that's what I think like does that through the system, and I think that's useful for us. So that's what I'm doing. And now good old Mariah is gonna give us the game.
1: Oh, shoot.
0: (laughs) What? Well, there
1: we go. We hope hope you enjoyed it while it lasted because here comes the copyright uh, police and taking (laughs) taking the rest of that down. But it was the thought that counted. So good, good work out of you.
0: I have been instructed to say... Kirk how did you know I love Mariah Carey's version of Oh holy night Oh, wow. you
1: read that flawlessly right off the cue cards
0: thank you tell,
2: tell me you don't love that version Do you, have you heard that version of Mariah Carey's oh yeah, holy night
0: I mean she's incredible she has an amazing voice you know like some music just really makes you feel like I love that I appreciate that she's kind of a
2: show off in that piece there's no doubt about it, it
0: well I mean she's the word
1: just, you're looking for is yeah. diva yeah,
2: well, she's definitely a diva.
1: But- well, yeah, I mean, come on, we this is a show hosted by three divas. We know what we're talking about. Can we call somebody else a diva.
2: That's true. So we
1: we you know we were supposed
2: to talk about last segment because I'm the megalomaniac here that wants to be in control of everything all the time, and obviously exactly. that you never. You guys are cats, and I'm trying to herd them. So uh, the we last segment we were talking about why we're doing this again. I wanted to re- revisit that because, um, so. So the next, you know, this podcast, we started as a podcast, like Pat said. Um, we're, you know, the, the radio version of this is growing so fast in Wisconsin that, that we, we don't, that we want to make sure we do it right as opposed to do it piecemeal down the road. So, but we want, I wanted to continue this podcast because there's 70,000 people on the Monaco Brewing Company Facebook page, and a lot of them are not necessarily from Wisconsin. Um, and this is another way to, to talk about Wisconsin politics, to talk about how important uh, our state weirdly, and it shouldn't be this way, but how important our state is to like the national, um, the dialogue, political dialogue. And um, and so doing it, you know, AM radio in Wisconsin is great because there's a lot of people that listen to it, especially in rural areas. And we've been lacking, progressive talk has been lacking in so many ways uh, in rural areas of Wisconsin. But off obviously the wave of the future are podcasts uh you know TikTok. you know doing this kind of thing and hopefully getting it out there because wisconsin can't do it on its own Uh, as we know the republicans spend a ton of money uh from out out, outside of wisconsin to get their message out and so uh we have to do the same thing until citizens united uh, gets (laughs) gets shaped up or overturned and so that's uh we're going to keep on doing these podcasts uh, and, and we're able to do them at any time we want, which is great because I, I, I don't want to do this show without Pat. I just don't want to do it. Like, Aww. I love you, Pat. I mean, Aww. we can do it. Chris and I can do this. We, we are not, we are not like not capable, but, but, I, but you're my friend. You actually keep up with Wisconsin politics way better than, than I can because you are a newsman and I make beer. So like, I need, I need your help. To get the word out but i think i have a unique platform because of the brewing company to get the word out so that's why i'm happy that we can get you now because you do your thing at like six to eight every morning and there's no way in heck we'd get you at like seven o'clock on a wednesday night because that's asking way too much of you
1: you had me at hello i mean <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, folks Thank folks you. watching at this yeah. point they're saying we get it they like each other what are you doing here so let's let's talk about the uh the the show that's coming up in a couple of weeks here is going to involve a a friend that we talked to a year ago about you know the role that music plays in the holidays right kurt
2: yeah so this guy's name by the way i mean you couldn't ask for a better religious man i think you think he's a pastor he's a chaplain at a north carolina hospital or health hospital system you couldn't ask for a better name for a dude to talk about Christmas. His name is Chris Kramer, spelled K R I S K R A M E R,
1: and he Tell, talked tell like, me his middle name is Kringle. Yeah. <laughs> he, he probably is. Like,
2: there's no way that that can be his real name, right? We got to ask him that like two weeks from now. Like, did he just make that up because now he's like a godlike Christmas figure? He's old. <laughs> he could. He's older. He had, He got. I mean, he's not big enough to be Santa Claus, but like. If he, he actually might up, be though, santa claus
0: he wouldn't go with kramer he would go with something more Christian. well maybe
2: he's being ironic about it like the whole what who's kramer what was that show that everybody loves seinfeld exactly <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, the boy, guy boy. opens the door hey how you doing
1: so when, so when doing we here? talk to chris kramer uh two weeks from now on uh, december 21st if i if i have my notes right here um uh, he, he again is going to remind us about how much of the the music of the season is steeped in helping the marginalized. Uh, it is, like it or not, progressive in nature. Because, again, during the during the election season, frankly, any time of year, there's times when we wonder why there are so many people in politics who came who, who claim to be Christian but are so very not Christ-like when it comes to helping the marginalized and. Trying to you know lend assistance rather than making people feel excluded, and so you you get that kind of messaging woven into songs. And Chris is going to give us more of the historical perspective about that, Kristen. And so I think you're you're going to like it.
0: Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. Last year's show was truly wonderful. It's she thoughtful. says that now. No, I mean it is, but it's it's thoughtful. It's not light. It is kind of heavy. And it makes you think about all of these Christmas carols that you've been listening to your entire life. You know all these songs, but like you never thought about them as meaning what they truly mean. And that's the beauty of it.
2: So my my reason for doing the show, so this is where Kristen and I have different thoughts on it. And I, I want to point that out. I was raised in a very, uh, my, my dad's a choir director and my mom was a voice teacher. So I was raised in a, Christmas was huge. Like I was always in a lot of concerts and we always listened to choral music. And to me, the art, like that choral tradition of Christmas has largely been replaced by a more commercial kind of thing, like when Mariah Carey is singing Oh Holy Night. <laughs> um, I, you know, got so much out of that musical tradition that I love... To bring that back because especially in Wisconsin, like you can go to Chicago, you can go to New York and you can hear, you know, choirs sing in, in great concert halls, but you don't, you can't necessarily hear that in Wausau, Wisconsin or, you know, or Manaqua or everything. So to me, bringing wonderful choral music in a context of the holidays with a really erudite, uh, minister who like is able to kind of talk about how all that's, st- all that stuff is about kind of helping the poor. You know, it's about bringing up bringing up people as opposed to like, you know, letting them letting them swing like many so many faux Christians in my mind on the conservative side uh, do. And yes.
0: I was raised during a time when people were starving in Africa. So Bob Geldof got a bunch of people together and they sang a song to raise money for all of those starving people. And it was not in church, but it was on the radio. So everybody across the world got to listen to it.
1: See, it's what mu- music does it in its own way in different platforms and different formats, uh, including a holiday tune from the Beach Boys, which we're going to have in our next segment uh, that yes. Kirk's going Kirk's to take us out with. And then we'll tell you just a bit more uh, about our uh, Facebook live show, our live stream on YouTube, and then we'll, we'll leave you alone. But we're, we're glad you've been here so far to stick with Kirk's Up North podcast.
0: should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind should old acquaintance be forgot and days of
2: old exile? hey
0: ryan wilson and the beach boys bringing us back to the up north podcast everybody Okay, what am i talking about
2: you're talking about oh what so the reason we mm-hmm. hold on so stop to share <laughs> one the, more
0: thing Kirk has to do is the, coach
2: me the reason <laughs> the reason we're talking about old lang syne is because we're talking about the future so no. what are we going to what what is this podcast going to focus on from now from now after christmas until april i know what I, are we going to do
0: ooh, well i think we're if i had to guess <laughs> We're probably going to talk a lot about this incredibly important Supreme Court race that's coming up in April, as well as many local nonpartisan races that are happening. So this is, um, you know, often we don't get a lot of voter turnout for these spring elections, but this one, everything's on the ballot. Gerrymandering is the foundation of many of our problems here in Wisconsin. Um, my personal favorite, of course, abortion is on the ballot. It, everything
2: is abortion on the ballot in I, April. Yeah, I think it is abortion
1: rights—the the right to mm-hmm. control your body. Uh, now, granted, it's a U.S. Supreme Court that stripped away rights, but state supreme courts are still going to play a role in healthcare mm-hmm. options and rights, as well as voting rights, as well as a you know just so many other things that are important to to the state. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that uh, that I'd want to say, I'll just give a little background on on the election itself again, for folks that aren't familiar, like, what's what's this all about? Why? We elect state Supreme Court justices on a staggered basis. There is one seat that's coming up in April when a conservative justice retires. Now, conservatives currently have a one-vote majority on the court. So progressives have a chance to take control of the state Supreme Court by winning this seat. There are currently four announced candidates, Two of them are progressive. Two of them are very conservative. Both went to the Pat Robertson uh, law school that he founded through his online university. I wish I was kidding, but I'm not. So we have two arch conservative candidates, two progressives. But this is not a partisan race. There's not a a Democratic primary and a Republican primary. In the spring nonpartisan elections, everybody who wants to run is on the ballot in the primary in February. And then in all these races, Supreme Court, you know, county board, school board, whatever, the top two for each seat move on to the April general election. So in April, the final voting for that state Supreme Court race could be between the two conservatives if nothing but conservative voters show up in the primary or one of each or conceivably the two progressive candidates, but none of that, well, no, none of that until we know who shows up for the February primary. So Uh that's what you're going to hear a lot about between now and then.
0: Yeah. And we haven't heard enough about that. I feel like in my circles, we talk a lot about April and what's on the ballot there, but you're right. The February primary is critical. And, oh, I was just going to say, and once January happens, we can all go back and go to myvote.wi.gov and sign up for our mail-in ballots if we want to do that so that and you have to redo that every single year so that's one thing that you can do put it on your list for your resolution so
2: Pat I didn't even know that what you just said was a thing and I'm about as politically connected as one can be in Wisconsin I didn't know that if we didn't show up in February we could get two conservative candidates mm-hmm.
1: uh, oh yeah very, very very much so and remember, turnout will be that will be the the big race in February. But again, like Kristen said, there will be a host of other local seats that will be up. And let's let's put this in the frame of what you guys were were talking about in November to people who did not have, say, a Democrat running for legislature in their district. The mm-hmm. message you wanted to get to them was show up anyway, because even though you you don't get to vote for a candidate that you like for legislature, you still have to vote in the governor's race and the U S Senate race. Well, Mm -hmm. the same holds true here that there might be, there might not be a primary for your school board, but still go vote in the primary for those for that Supreme court race so that the candidates so that you don't end up with two candidates Mm -hmm. that you don't want to have to choose between come April. So
2: this is the thing that, you know, that so much few Wisconsinites probably Understand, and the reason that my super PAC and what this podcast is going to be focused on every single week until February is that so few people show up for these things. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no president on the ballot, there's no uh, governor on the ballot, and so this February, like like this February election, is going to be invisible to most Wisconsinites, and it's and it and well, not if we have anything, not if we it. have anything to do with it, you know? and it's
1: clear we have something to say about it.
2: Yeah, and so. <laughs> but think, I mean, the so I'm focused on gerrymandering pr- for primarily because I, I believe that if we can get rid of political gerrymandering in Wisconsin or at least get it the maps somewhat more fair than they are now, that is the start of fixing everything else in Wisconsin. And uh, and I, I came up with a beer last year, Fair Maps IPA, to try to fix that. We lost, we lost, we lost, we lost like four battles in a row on that one. And I still feel that's illegal on how we lost, but it's because of the Wisconsin Supreme Court that kept on like choosing to to mess with us, to actually make us have a worse democracy in Wisconsin.
1: It's
0: confusing, I think, for the average voter because they look at the ballot if they are engaged enough to know that there's even an election. They look at the ballot and see Supreme Court race. But I don't know that they really understand the steps for how we can connect those dots to gerrymandering and abortion and all the other things. How is And so,
1: that? and so that's what we're going to do after mm-hmm. the first of the year. So we wanted to give you that tease as, as we wrap things up here. But again, where we hope to visit with you next in In an almost m- m- slightly polished format is that we're going to meet uh, two weeks from now, and we're going to talk about Christmas music with Chris Kramer and talk about the the peace of the season, the spirit of the season, because then it's going to be time for a new year, a new election season, and a new sense of fighting for those very same values that we sing about at Christmas time, Kirk. Uh-huh.
2: All How right, man it's time to go. Thank you all for, for being here. It's, it was a, it was a tough, Our technically experiment. challenged experiment. <laughs> we will gotta, have, got
1: to crawl before you walk, man. You got to crawl
2: before we walk. I realize now that I can't be the guy behind the screen. That's not going to happen in two weeks. I don't think, but, uh, but, uh, but I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad you guys are sticking with me in this technically uh, new world. And, um, how about we end with some more Beach Boys uh Odd Lang's eye. All right. right. Thanks Bye, guys.
1: Everyone. Bye.